Hey guys, welcome back to the third edition of the Streaky Shooters podcast. We're bringing you a short podcast this week where we go into some quarter season awards and letter grades for certain teams that we find very interesting at this point. As always, we're here with Jason Schnall, but our third Streaky Shooter, the whimsically whipped Joseph Robinson, is managing his loads <laughs> today with the new John on his 19th birthday. Happy birthday, Joseph. You're truly an icon. Yeah, unfortunately, Joe couldn't make it. It's a, it's a big loss. We're not going to have as much comedy from our other member, but he'll contribute some different stuff. We've got a, we've got a Western Conference fan here. We have oh, yeah. Bryce. So, Bryce, care to introduce yourself, um, talk about your team, and a little yeah. bit about yourself? Uh, my name is Bryce Grubb. I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. Diehard Suns fan. I've uh, been a fan of them since the seven, or second, seven seconds or less era, and now we're to the 20 wins or less era, so... Uh, I'm enjoying the recent success we've had, but looking forward to talking some basketball with you guys. So you're a fan of the player that led to Trey Young becoming one of the best in the league. Who are you talking about with that? Uh, Nash, what's his first name again? Steve Nash. All right, anyway, all right, let's move on. <laughs> so it is my absolute pleasure today to introduce the streaky shooter of the week. I know we've all been waiting for it. Drum ball. Carmelo Anthony. He is back. Western Conference Player of the Week on well the deserved. That's a joke. Well no, that's not well-deserved. Carmelo is back, That's baby. an absolute joke. Yeah, I mean, we can get a little Melo banter right now, but honestly, like, it kind of, he kind of looks, he looks better than Rockets Melo. He looks Absolutely. better than Thunder Melo. A hundred, uh, everything. And he yeah. looks, <laughs> that. I mean, yeah, I mean, he looks, how much, how much worse is he than Nick's Melo right now? Not even. I don't think he's, he's a lot worse. worse than Nick. Nick you know, well, Nick's mellow. The end, could end just of do- Nick's mellow. Yeah, end of Nick's mellow. Fine. I think he. I, I don't think anyone was expecting this when he came back. Is Western Conference Player of the oh, Week yeah, deserved? Definitely not. Definitely not. No. But over Harden, who averaged like 40. a guy who can come off the bench and get you points, like Melo can do that. Yeah, I mean he's even he's starting there, right? Yeah, is he, he is. starting now. Well, yeah. they they're in real trouble. Well, yeah, so I'm glad they've got Melo, especially with Rodney Hood out now. They've got Hood. Nurkic, I mean, they're relying on Whiteside. Like, come on. They, it's crazy they were in the Western Conference Finals last year. How funny is that? They were it's, in the discussion this year as one of the dark horse teams. Yeah, there yeah. Again, which is well, ridiculous. Melo's the perfect fit for them. They're the perfect fit for Melo. So I'm glad it's working out for yeah. all the parties. It's exactly involved. what they needed to solve their issues. But if Melo yeah. is going to be a consistent contributor, like, you're in some trouble there. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're already, they're already not off to a, to a great start defensively. And honestly... Yusuf Nurkic, one of the most underrated players <laughs> yeah, in the NBA, Nurk. and I'm a. F- they would have pushed the Warriors to six last year, I think, if Nurkic was healthy. Absolutely, he's a great player, and I think they're still missing him. I thought Whiteside would be able to fill that better nah, than he has. Fuck been. Whiteside. Whiteside <laughs> is such a scrub; it's unbelievable. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Yeah, so just um, reel us in here. Um, we're gonna give. So obviously, we all have a team. I'm a Sixers fan. Schnall loves his Hawks, and yes, they do. Has it hard on for his boy, little boy, Trey Young. Yes, we do. Bryce loves the Phoenix Suns and Dario Saric, flumpy clumping around. So we're going to um, get into our season grades for our team at the quarterway point, And then also two other teams that we find either really interesting, either in a good or bad way until this point. And um, so the grades, just to you know, justify our rankings, it will be as if from what we expected going into the season or what the average fan ex- expected from the team. So I'll start us off, my Philadelphia 76ers. The Sixers are a game back of the two-seed at this point. Uh, We've only had our starting lineup healthy and together for nine games. Our starting lineup has the best net rating in the NBA, so all these things are pointing um, to good signs, Mm. bad signs for the Sixers, 
Embiid seems to have regressed, um, which is obviously not great when he's your best player and he's only 25. Simmons has been encouraging. Josh Richardson's been encouraging. And Tobias has actually picked it up as of late. But overall, the Sixers do definitely have issues. They definitely have fit issues. Shadal and I talked about this a lot with yeah. Embiid and Simmons. Yeah. Mm. Um, that's, I, they have to ride the season out. But that, that is definitely a question that needs to, to be talked about in the Sixers front office next year. What, what do we do with this? I have if, a question for yeah. you about that, Dave. If you could only keep... Embiid or oh, it's Simmons. Simmons, 100%. Simmons. I said 100%. I said it's Simmons rookie year, and all my friends shit on me. It's Simmons. Yeah, Simmons David. 100%. David and I were talking a lot about this before this podcast, just hanging out, doing work, talking basketball, and it's interesting because you know you see it with Simmons, you see how he can become, and like why he was projected to be like a, one for of sure. the best player, top five player in the league, yeah. and it's just the team is not really built for him right now. It's and he it's, needs. Yeah, it's what interesting. What kind of player do you think he needs to uh, reach his max potential? He, it's not even a specific. I mean, for example, Al Horford's a perfect player to to compare uh, mm-hmm. to pair with Simmons. Um, it's not it's not necessarily a player, but it's it's um, a way the team is built similar to how the Bucks are built with Giannis. It's very sure. Simmons and Giannis are very similar players. Agree. They really are. Giannis is obviously yeah. a better player than Ben right now, but they're very similar, and I think that. The gap between them, I think Giannis would be the be- better player regardless, but the gap between them wouldn't be as big if they both had their optimal rosters mm. for them. And you saw that last night. Of, of course, it was the Cavs, but with Embiid out, the Sixers really played that you know run and gun style, yeah. push it, push it during the fast break. Simmons was so aggressive in the half court. You saw it when they went on the sixteen game win streak and Simmons rookie year going into the playoffs when Embiid was out for most of it. All these things. Okay, that was a long way for me to say that I would give the Sixers a B-plus at this point. I expected a little bit more. Sure. Um, I did pick them to get the two seed, and they're only game back of that, so it's not, it's not time to freak out in Philadelphia, but there definitely are fit issues. All right. The second team I'd like to talk about, Toronto Raptors. Raptors. And they are the most, in my opinion, the most exciting and impressive team in the NBA. They're it's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> at this point, um, yeah. yeah, we'll get into our coach of the year mm. and most improved player picks later. But like, how how do you lose a top three player in the league and not miss a beat? Yeah, no, I you know I I picked the Raptors coming in. I said they're way underrated just because I thought Siakam. Obviously, I didn't think he was going to be this good, but I knew that he was going to continue to improve. I thought Lowry still had a lot left in him, and it turns out that I was right about Siakam. But Lowry, it's just been Fred Van Vliet. Yeah, has just become. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how it happened, but this undrafted little dude from Wichita State has become a very good starting point guard in the NBA. Oh my god, absolutely! Since his kid was born, he's been playing lights out. (laughs) What a father figure! No, I mean, he's he's, he does. (laughs) What a role model for everybody in the league to 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 look up to. He's not a great defender, but he tries. Yeah, gives effort. More than you can say. He's a good. He's a good team defender. Yeah, he's a fine team defender, but the, obviously the size and athleticism holds him back a bit. Great finisher around the rim, like, like with Chanel, We talked about this. Yeah. He's probably we're going to regress in that department. Yeah. But I mean, overall, the Raptors have been so impressive. Siakam's playing like almost like an MVP candidate, Absolutely. and yes. Nick Nurse is obviously doing unbelievable wonders with that roster. And not only did they lose Kawhi, they lost Danny Green too. Right. I thought he was going to be almost as big. Right. He provides a lot. And of and Ibaka, like, <laughs> like we're we're forgetting. Like, is Ibaka still out? I'm not sure. But Ibaka was out. Lowry is still out. And they're doing this without two of their best players. Yeah. No, this is absurd. It's OG been... stepped up. Norman Powell stepped up. Terrence Gasol Davis is playing just up. as good as he ever has. They're, they're, just, they're just so deep. And it's really... Yeah. And honestly, 
I don't know. I don't know how they can do this, but they're still probably there. I don't think they're in the Milwaukee Philadelphia tier out east still because I don't trust. I don't think Siakam is that level of a star yet. Yeah, if he's, he will ever get there. there. But there, if there's a way for them to get one piece, one more piece, they're they they're up there. I think they're again. just like la- exactly just like last year. I don't even think it needs to be Kawhi Leonard good, but yeah. Give them one good piece, and they're absolutely in the yeah. conversation. Yeah. I mean, anyway, so yeah, let's, a, let's... I give the Raptors an A-plus grade. Uh, and then the Lakers, short and sweet. I give them an A. Um, they've been, I as you guys know, on the first podcast, I picked the Lakers to win the West this year. And mm-hmm. I was always very high on them. I still said LeBron is clearly the best player in the league. You know my, my takes about the Clippers, how I always thought they were <laughs> overrated. But, I mean... Look, like I didn't think they would be twenty and three. I don't I think didn't they'd be that. Yeah, I think I think the perception was LeBron teams always take a while to gel, and that's always happened throughout his career. But maybe Anthony Davis is just a different level of fit next yeah. to LeBron. I, then been all so these other guys sort of had sort of had flaws. Whether like Kyrie needed the ball, Dwayne Wade was always the number one guy on his team. Anthony Davis somehow has just come in, whether it's his off-ball ability, whether it's because he's a big and can and kind de- of play down the low. Ability. The defense, I mean. For him Anthony never Davis being the number two option on a team, right. he's done it. He's fit in perfectly. Yeah, shout out to Anthony Davis for like really just figuring out how to compliment LeBron perfectly. Yeah, and I, this team, you they're have fun. to, you ha- they they're have fun. to be they're the, fun. they have to be the favorite right now. There's no one else. I don't know how you can even make an argument for anybody yeah. else. So we're gonna be moving on to my three teams that I'm gonna be talking about. I'm gonna begin with my Phoenix Suns. I'll just start with the rating. I'm gonna give them at the moment. A B plus, A minus range. I think just compared to expectations, we're currently the eight seed out west, which given our 19-win season last year is pretty impressive. If you were to ask me a month ago, I would have said an A plus, 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 plus. We were three or four games above 500, which for us is like an 82-win season. So (laughs) Um, we've had a lot of good contributions. Devin Booker has been playing better than ever and more efficient than ever. He's one of the more efficient players in the NBA. And I think this just goes to show you the value of getting playmakers like Ricky Rubio, who I think are really undervalued. Um, Really undervalued in the free agency market. I think the Suns, I'd actually give them your grade or maybe even a little better just because not even their record, it's it's because they're actually a team now. Like they're back to being a franchise in the league. They weren't for years. We field 12 NBA players every night, which is the the most you can say for us in the last decade, basically. That's the thing about the Suns is like you really look at their roster it's like who do they have besides Booker in terms of guys that can yep. do do a job like really well but it's mm-hmm. they have NBA players throughout their roster right. you have the Morris brother mm-hmm. you have Dario Sarge Aaron Baines Javon Carter and his great Frank the yeah. tank exactly you have Fred <laughs> Kaminsky you just have so many NBA players on this roster by the way Ray? just notice looking through the just looking through the standings here that my San Antonio Spurs my bold, if you listen to one of our earlier podcasts, my bold prediction was that the Spurs were going to win a playoff series this year. And I just completely, I decided to forget about that because <laughs> they've been so bad. But they are a game and a half out of the eighth seed. Nah, I mean, they could definitely make the playoffs. Who knows? I'm this just saying, more, don't forget about my bet yet. All right, next team for Bryce. Next team, I think I'm going to go for the biggest surprise in the NBA. The Dallas Mavericks. Holy shit. If we thought the Raptors the Mavericks, were the I don't, Mavericks. I don't even know what to give the Mavericks. Yeah. They're... Yeah. Rocking a second-year player who very well could be seen as the most untradeable guy in the NBA. This asset-wise, he's, he's up there. unbelievably yeah. good, putting up monster numbers night in, night out. Who 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 are you referring to? 
uh, Dwight Powell action? Yeah. Uh, Luka Doncic is something I else. I don't know this Luka you talk about. As a DeAndre Ayton supporter, I and as a Trey Young guy with Jason yeah, here, yeah. I, I, it's getting harder and harder to justify our picks every day, but props yeah. to the Mavericks. They are just unbelievable. Yeah, um... They're, they're the offense is the thing right now. And what's underrated about the Mavericks is right now their bench is number one in plus minus. Yeah. So they've got the best bench in the league right now. They've played one of the easier schedules, but that's true. But they're gonna be they're gonna be a playoff team. They'll I think they'll be I don't think right now they're the two seed. They're the three, yeah. They're the two seed two, right now. Wow. I don't think they're gonna be a top four. I think they're gonna be a back, I think they'll be in the five to eight range, but you don't want to play the Mavericks first round of the playoffs. You do not. Let you me tell you that. Let's see what playoff Luka. Yeah, we don't know. Playoff Luka, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe they'll figure him out by then. No one Maybe they'll start doubling team him like they do Trey. All right. Anyway, next team. My third team I'm going to be talking about. This is a team that I think a lot of people have been disappointed with despite their standing. It's the three-seeded Nuggets, who are currently 14-6. and six. Great. I mean, they're just uh, one game behind the Mavericks at the moment, but... I think just the performances we've seen from Jokic especially has just left a lot to be desired. So yeah. I, I'd be giving them probably in the B-minus range just based on their expectations. They're obviously yeah, still a phenomenal yeah. team, but they've not been performing yeah. the way we thought. Exactly. Sean and I were talking about this earlier, and it's like they're just so – they're similar to the Raptors in the sense that they're so deep. And Absolutely. they have so many guys they can just put on the court and defend and shoot and do all these things. But, like – at some point, their ce- I mean, their ceiling is one hundred percent lowered significantly when Nicole, their best player, a top ten player in the league, or at least someone that was supposed, supposed to be, to be yeah. a top ten player in the league, sucks. Like, what are we thinking about that? I don't. Is I it think it's conditioning. That's what I heard, but that doesn't seem. He just doesn't give he, a shit. Yeah, yeah he that's just the really problem. Doesn't he doesn't give care. A um, you know, I I was talking about the Mavericks earlier in one of the earlier pods. I thought they could. Their dark horse to actually make the finals and potentially even win it, but the Nuggets. Here. The Nuggets, yes. yes. Uh, who did I say? You said Mavericks. Oh no, fuck the Mavericks. <laughs> yeah. um, but <laughs> um, now I don't think. I mean, Jokic. I thought he could take the next another I step he, this year, and instead he's gone backwards. Running, but yeah. I, I would. I don't he's think been passed by Embiid. He's been passed by um, Towns. Cat. Even and, Gobert, you can make. Case. Like I think last year you could make an argument for Jokic over AD. Yeah, no. I I don't I wouldn't have said so, but you could have made that argument very easily. This year, it's just not. I mean, he's he's now he's still a great player. He's still putting yeah. up great numbers, but he provides you a yeah. skill set that I don't think any other centers in the league definitely do. not. Even at this level that he's playing, I still definitely think he's not. incredibly unique in that way. He's like twenty three, twenty four years old. Right. The question is: Is this a sustainable thing for Jokic, or is this one of those LeBron things where he can just turn it on? I don't think it's a LeBron thing. Yeah, I think but, he. It, it, I mean, it definitely could. Like, we don't know, but right. he definitely has not earned the right to coast through the regular season. No, like, he's not. not that. We saw them underperform yet. in last year's playoff. Like, we need to be seeing some more. Yeah, yeah. Really... You're not. You're not LeBron. You're not Kawhi. You can't do this. Yeah. Yet. He right. load manages on the floor. Which yeah, I think is interesting. <laughs> Quietly right. sits out. Yeah. All right, so my turn. My first team is my Hawks, and I'm going to go with a C. Ooh, and oof, high uh, expectations. No, it's just, Ooh. you know, it's really tough to evaluate the Hawks right now because John Collins has been out. Um, we've been at full strength for only really no games at all this season. We've had zero games without someone either suspended, hurt, or on a minutes restriction. The two games we had where... We had Kevin on a minutes restriction. We went 2-0, but obvi- those were bad teams. Um, I just think that 
I think we're going to go 500 the rest of the year once Collins comes back uh, in late December. Yeah, 100%. And you think? The, uh, we're just Trey is playing out of his mind. Trey is averaging 28 points and 9 assists on this team on with 60% true shooting. Those are absurd numbers for that's a second-year right, player. Yeah. That's a that's a starter in the East All-Star game. Yeah. And absolutely. The, the fact that Trey's doing it, I just like I see I see the potential for growth. I see where we're getting better each night. So even though our record stinks, it's not it's the fault of injuries and suspensions yeah. more than the team. I don't team. think you guys could really ask more. And I, yeah, doing. I don't think we could ask anymore. You have anymore. a great foundation, which is yes. what more than – I mean, if I, if I were to be a franchise in the NBA, the Hawks are probably one of the first eight franchises I'd pick yeah. for the future. You think? Yeah. They have good assets. Great like, assets. They just have – I mean, Trey is going to be a bona fide superstar. I yeah, really yeah. believe. Yeah. Um, I still think they need a number two guy. I don't. I don't trust. Yes. I think Herder and Collins are more number three and number four. Yeah, they are. They are. Um, but you have those, and then you have some two really nice young pieces with Radish and Hunter, who, although like haven't played great right now, but those are <laughs> they're, well. They, Radish they had will, a, they listen, will be NBA players. They're they're yeah, going to be. Controllable and it's going to take a while, but I think everyone was expecting that. Yeah, they're 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 gonna be good three and D guys hopefully, and hopefully we've built a good base around trying to succeed in the future. So, yeah. my next team is Boston. Boo. And fuck the Celtics. Listen, listen. Have you fucked the Celtics? Sixteen and five is very impressive without Gordon Hayward for a while, and Gordon Hayward was playing really He's well. Playing well. So, if you look at them and you say. I'm not a believer in this whole Kemba over Kyrie thing. I'm sorry. Kyrie's a, another, am, another level of basketball player than I Kemba. I am a total believer in that. Uh, I just think that their wing depth and the way that Tatum's playing, the way that Brown is playing, I don't know if I'd pick them against the other, maybe the Raptors, but I'm not going to pick them in a playoff series over the Bucks or Sixers. But just the fact that they're doing this and they look like they have such a good base of the team just is really impressive to me. I'm going to give them an A. An A right yep. here. Solid. Agree. Yeah. I mean, the Celtics, obviously, I hate the Celtics. But they, <laughs> this, these are things you have to give them. They're playing as a team way better than they ever did with Kyrie. Sure. They seem to be deeper now. And I don't know if that's that they're actually deeper or it's just that all of their players seemingly got better because they don't have to deal with that cancer that is Kyrie. Uh, yep. Which is a big part of it. And just like Jalen Brown's looking like he deserved the contract. All these things. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I, the Celtics have definitely deserved the A this year. I, I just, yep. it pains me to say that. And yeah. I really would not want to play them in a playoff series when they have home court advantage because the Celtics yeah. are always great at home. All right, my last team. This is, I think, the only team deserving of an F. Um, and the reason for the F is not because I expected them to have some good record and they don't. I expected them to be almost this bad. It's because they fired their coach, and they've proven Absolutely. to not be the, – the New York Knicks are not a franchise in the NBA right now. I'm sorry. Kick them out. Give me, give me an expansion team. team. Like, move them to Seattle. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> this is a disaster. They stink. RJ, sure, maybe he has some potential, but what else can you point – Mitchell – what else can you point to on the Knicks and say, okay, we've got a future here? Yeah. They have no plan. They have Absolutely. no coach. They're, I – as a Suns fan, I've had to put up with that similar level of just absolute ass for At least you had about that. five years. Yeah, you had, you had Devin Booker. I can speak from experience. Their coaching cycle continues forever. You have to eventually pick a guy 
I didn't Sixers see did it with Brett Brown. You have, you have to. to pick a you guy. You have to. Yeah. You need stability. I, ju- I do not understand what the Knicks were even expecting from Fizdale. Is four and whatever, four and 90, whatever they are now, yeah. absolutely terrible. Is that worse than their roster suggests? I don't think so. The roster's so bad. The roster so stinks. Bad. And it doesn't work together. It's not a fit. Right, let's worth... stop. Let's stop talking about the Knicks. <laughs> Nobody not, wants to hear about the Knicks. Worth our time. Quick, quick awards. If, yeah. This is not. This involves zero projecting whatsoever. It's if the season ended today. Um, MVP. We'll go give our MVPs. Mine, yep. mine is Giannis right now. I'm going Giannis. Um, I'm going James Harden. Ooh. I'm sorry. A guy I'm... averaging his numbers. I la- I think he should have won it last year. Like I can, The guy's I can ridiculously good. He's averaging 39 points right now. The Bucks are the Bucks are the best second best record in the NBA and Giannis is the best player on that team. He's Giannis is also averaging 30, I believe. Giannis is the best but defender in the year. 30 is different from 39. But Giannis is the best defender in the NBA. That's true. He's yeah. more a lot more efficient than Harden. That's true. All I cannot stand to watch Harden either. So I'm, I'm taking Giannis for that. This the Harden debate incredible. is so pointless because it's like who the fuck cares? Like, he's giving you 39 a night. Right. That's right. He's outrageous. Yeah. Coach of the year. Um, Nick, uh, I'll just follow up my Raptors love with another Nick Nurse Coach of the Year award. I, it's absolutely remarkable how they lost Kawhi and they're this guy. I'm going to be following your lead again, David. I'm going Nick Nurse. I think just seeing what he's been able to do with this pretty, not gutted, but worse roster than last year and still yeah. make them very much in the Eastern Conference Finals. They're scary. Range. They're scary. You don't yeah. want to play them. No one wants to play um, them. I'm going with Eric Spolstra. That's fair. Ooh, They're that's the three one. seed right now. That's fair. And Jimmy Butler is integrated perfectly. He's developed his rookies Absolutely. to be players. Dr- like, Drogic coming off the bench, and he's been really good. Like Point Winslow sometimes works. Point Winslow works. Bam, by the Bam. way, Bam, Bam is incredible. He's been phenomenal. That's pure development he's, from Spolstra. He's another one of those guys that, like, how the fuck did so many teams miss him? Everyone missed him. Well, yeah. I, think, I think it's the it passing was, ability. I get it. I get it. He was going to see that. I get yeah. it. He was raw. But how do you not at least see that? How yeah. do you not one team before? He's a, he's a switchy defender who can he's guard all so, five positions. He's a great passer somehow. He's a rim runner. He, great team player. He's, he gives Jack Jackson Jr. vibes, but JJJ was the third pick in an amazing draft. Right. Yeah. And where was Bam drafted? Not third. Yeah. All right, anyway. Um, sixth man. This is so boring. I, uh, <laughs> this has been Lou's award for the past yeah. five I don't even know. I, like, yeah. Would anyone no Matisse? someone besides Lou? <laughs> no, but the thing is, like, the reason this award sucks is because most, team, most good teams have enough. They have, like, two or three weapons, and they stagger them. Right. So it's not like the old way is like, oh, you have this guy come off the bench, and he runs the offense when you yeah, start his out. But really. that's not how it works. That's why, that's why I picked Spencer I picked Spencer Dinwiddie coming into the year, and Kyrie's been out, so I haven't been able – he's been yeah, playing yeah. incredibly starting. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't – Yeah, Williams, this award, I, I don't think it really serves much purpose. Yeah, no. in, in the modern NBA, being a starter, it's just so dependent on yeah. a lot of – it doesn't mean right. as well, much so, as it used Like, Luke closes games for that. Yeah. No, right. being a starter yeah. does not mean you get more minutes than Lou. Right. It just means you start the game. <laughs> All right. Sixth man of the year. Are we just, you mean most improved player? Oh. Um, most improved player. Come on. No. Schnall, the it's Hawks all right. It's on, all right. Hawks are on in nine minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get out of here. Yeah. Okay. No, uh, no, no. I'm having fun. All right. M- most improved player. This is so hard. This is, this this is, is one is of the hard. hardest. I, I can never pick this one. I don't know. I mean, Brandon Ingram's a good guess, but like... How do you not? I, I I'm gonna go with Siakam. I don't know. Is it ridiculous Siak- that you can almost pick three or four players from the Raptors who would be in? 
That OG, is ridiculous. OG, Fred, and you can pick Siakam, of course. That's, yeah. that's insane. Yeah. yeah. That I, just speaks to everything they do in that franchise. It's yeah, ridiculous. It's, it's a very good franchise. My most improved, I don't know if this is like popular or not. I feel like I'm going to go with Luca. Yeah. He's I moved from that. a great level to like one of the best ever I for hate his that. age, at least. I don't think you can look that. at him and I not see that. just an outrageous improvement. Who's this Luca? Is that a soccer player? <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. Um, <laughs> uh,. Who was I going to say? Oh, I'm going to go with Devontae Graham. That's I know true. he's on a bad team, but he's just... He's been lights out. He didn't... He's he averaged, what, like four points last year? Yeah. No, he's, he's and, second in the NBA yeah. three-point percentage, right? That. Yeah, he's a joke. He's, he's a insane. Joke. Um, rookie of the year, I, I got to go with John Morant. Yeah. So I got to show my boy John Antonelli some love. <laughs> Shout out John Morant. I'm going with Eric Pascal from the Warriors. I, I think, I recognize he's given a much bigger role than a lot of other rookies are given everyone on the Warriors is, but compare it, he's done amazing. He's put up great numbers, even with this increased usage that he probably shouldn't be getting, but he's been great, and I think he's deserving of it. Guys, award. I don't know how you didn't, it's obviously Zion. He's delivering eight waters per game, all right? <laughs> he's in rehab nine hours per day. This guy's putting in work. 50 pounds. All right, no, for real, John Morant. Um, he's playing on another level. He yeah. looks like he looks a lot like. I mean, to me, he looks like a future starting point guard. Just his his playmaking is really good. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminds me of when I was watching Trey last year. Like mm. there are ups there. Oh, no, no, no. There are ups Shaw, and downs. Next podcast, I'm not letting you say the word Trey. <laughs> Trey. Um, I, I think everyone <laughs> knew Ja would become this good eventually, but I don't think many people were expecting I didn't right. him to be It's this another thing where rookie point guards, it usually takes a while. Yeah. Like we saw it with like De'Aaron Fox. Like yeah. It took he's a year. Been, he's been phenomenal. But Ja's been great he's, coming in. Ja's almost had... I if, if I were to give a Ja prediction, it would be... You saw Simmons. Simmons, when he came out as a rookie, was unbelievable, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he got a little bit better in his second season. Like he didn't regress, but there wasn't usually rookie point guards. Like you said, their rookie season to sophomore season is a big jump. Yeah, yeah. I think Jaw is gonna follow the Simmons mold, and that he's gonna get a little bit better next year. You start Not getting game planned against it. It becomes exactly. harder. You because he's just a real player. Eighty-two now. game yeah. season. You're not coming off a college season. Soft, the sophomore year is hard, but yeah. I haven't seen anything that suggests he would regress at this point. Yeah. He's yeah. been great. Um, um, we're not going to do executive of the year because no, that's a dumbass. Award. But I do, I do want to do one quick, one quick roundtable. I want us to see if our finals prediction has changed since the beginning of the season. Um, and I also want to hear a bold prediction for the rest oh, wow. of the year. Schnall, you want to start us up? Sure. So I initially had Clippers beating the Bucks. I'm going to change that to Lakers beating the Bucks. I don't know how you can pick against the Lakers right now. They just look so, so deadly. Um, and I'm going to keep with the Bucs, even though maybe the Sixers are an mm-hmm. easier pick. I just think Giannis has experienced the playoffs I mean, now. The, the, and the Bucs are the correct pick at this point. Right. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't, you can't, there's really no way to argue against that. Right, right. Okay. I agree. What's your hot take? Yeah, what's the, what's the uh, prediction? I, my hot take, um, the Pacers are going to get Oladipo back, and they're going to win a playoff series and upset one of the top four teams. I don't know who they're going to beat. but. That's a good take. People forget they took LeBron to seven yeah. last yep, year. Yeah, listen. The, I mean, Sabonis is freaky good. Yeah. Turner protects the rim. Brogdon He's is incredible. And Most if you think about it, like, Ol- Pacers Oladipo hasn't had that second playmaker. What's he going to become now? Like, I think he that elevates his game where he can play off the ball a little bit more, catch it in an advantageous situation, attack yeah. a closeout. Like, I think that's a scary team with two creators. Absolutely. 
So my predictions at the beginning of the season, I was a Clippers guy. I thought they had a lot more depth <clears throat> than the Lakers. I think most people had it between them. I'm definitely eating crow on that one. I feel like you have to take the Lakers. They're outrageous, and I, you're a dumb man to bet against LeBron ever. He's been yeah. out of his mind. for This is his league for the past yeah. decade and a half, basically. Yeah. He's, he's insane. And on the East Coast, I picked the Sixers going into the year. I thought they were the safest any one team to pick from the East, but... Seeing how the Bucks have been playing without Middleton, especially, yeah. they've been a phenomenal all-around team. Giannis is bringing it to levels I didn't think were even possible for him. So, uh, I, and I see the Lakers taking it all. I, I'm a West Coast guy, and I, I like the way that they play. I think that they're a pretty good matchup for, for the Bucks. My bold prediction, this one's a little piping hot. The Suns will make the playoffs and take whoever they play to six games or more. Wow. I don't think they'll win. I don't think they'll win a series because they're if in all likelihood going to be a seven or eight. So you're but saying I Phoenix think, is going to be an actual NBA team? I think they will be an actual NBA team for I the love first it. time. Chris, since I will Steve let you now. shave my head if that happens. <laughs> I think Phoenix will miss out by one game on a playoff spot to like the Spurs or something. With yeah. Aiton back. And Bryce will just cry for like a week That's straight. true. That's going to happen. Um, I said uh, Sixers over Lakers at the beginning of the year. I'm going to stick with it just because, like I said, Oof, we have the best wow. net rating in the league with our starting Fair line. Enough. And I'm gonna a little stick. bit of a homer over here. A little bit of a homer, <laughs> but I don't hedge. You don't hedge. You don't, you don't need a hedge. I agree. I agree. Stick okay. with it. Okay. Um, bold prediction. You can interpret this however you want. The Clippers won't make the Western Conference Finals. And that can be one of two reasons. If you look at the standings right now, and especially with Kawhi not playing a lot, like the Lakers are pr- pretty clearly going to get the one seed. They yeah. already have a decent-sized mm-hmm. lead, and I, d- mm-hmm. I doubt they won't at this point. Which I did not expect that going, and I thought yeah. it would be the Nuggets. Yeah. I thought it would be the Nuggets Me also. Too. But oh, actually, the Clippers the would then need to get the two or three seed to avoid playing the Lakers until the conference finals. Uh-huh. And, right? Mm-hmm. Is that a lock? No. Okay. So, and that, and that's I like, think it's uh, going to happen. Not a lock, but, it's not, but lock. it's not a lock. Okay. Even then, I don't think... The Clippers. I'm not. I'm not 100 convinced. I'm not even. I don't even say it's unlikely that they can beat the Nuggets or the Rockets in a series. Honestly, I, I'm gonna agree with you if it were the regular season. But come playoffs, yeah. I, I don't. We don't even know what playoff Kawhi, playoff PG, playoff P. Bab would yeah. look like. Yeah. That could be out of this world for all. I know. think it's a ridiculous team. Um. Yeah. By the way, my real bold prediction is that Trae Young will pass Luca in both points and assists. But anyway, Woo, let's not Shaw, talk more Trey Young. Shaw's a big counting stats guy. <laughs> I'm the only one who wants to talk about Trey Young. No, I'm not. I'm a big eye test guy. That's good. good. Trey looks like better that. than Luca. All right. He, he's more handsome, right? That's there we much, go. Trey's the, Trey's the prettiest guy in Got the league. That great haircut, <laughs> the beautiful mustache. Um, anyway, thank you guys yeah. for listening. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah thank you guys, guys for having liked, me on. I hope you guys liked Bryce. Um, yeah, we, we don't. We I. don't, but we hope you do. <laughs> yeah, and Joe, if you're listening, man, I hope... I hope the the managing of the loads is going well. <laughs> I'll see you. All right. Um, thanks for listening. See you next time. Ben Simmons, next week's Shrieky Shooter of the Week. No, Goodbye. we won't be. Adios.